start moving, I'd like to read the explanation of uh, infant baptism. So first about baptism itself, the holy sacrament of baptism was instituted by our Lord Jesus Christ. And we read in Matthew 28, 18 to 20, Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. So in that passage, we find that the Lord Jesus Christ instituted baptism as a covenant sign and seal for his church. Christ uses baptism not only for the solemn admission of the person who's baptized into the visible church, but also to depict and confirm his engrafting of that person into himself and his including that person in the covenant of grace. The Lord uses baptism to portray to us that we and our children are conceived and born in sin and need to be cleansed. Christ uses baptism to witness and seal to us the remission of sins and the bestowal of all the gifts of salvation through union with Christ. Baptism with water signifies and seals cleansing from sin by the blood and spirit of Christ together with our death unto sin and our resurrection unto newness of life by virtue of the death and resurrection of Christ. The the time of our outward application of the sign does not necessarily coincide with the inward work of the Holy Spirit which the sign represents and seals to us. Because these gifts of salvation are the gracious provision of the triune God who's pleased to claim us as his own, we are baptized into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In our baptism, the Lord puts his name on us. He claims us as his own and summons us to assume the obligations of the covenant. Our God calls us to believe in Jesus Christ as our Savior, to renounce the devil, the world, and the flesh, and to walk humbly with our God in devotion to his commandments. What about children? Well, congregation, before we get there, you, each having been baptized, take this occasion as solemn vows are made before you and as baptism is now to be administered as you are able to watch. You who are yourselves baptized do well to take this occasion to reflect on your own baptism. Christ has put his name and his claim on you and he calls you to be repentant for your sins against your covenant God, to confess your faith before others and to live in newness of life to God who sealed his covenant with you by the blood of his own son. Now about young children. Of course, Esther and all of our young children do not yet understand these things. They are nevertheless to be baptized. For God commands that all who are under his covenant of grace be given the sign of that covenant. God made that promise of the covenant to believers and to their offspring. In the Old Testament, God declared to Abraham, and I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. Genesis 17, verse 7. For this reason, the Old Testament, God commanded that covenant infants be given the sign of circumcision. Well, the covenant is the same, in essence, in both the Old and the New Testaments. Indeed, the grace of God for the consolation of us as believers is even more fully manifested in the New Testament. Thus, rather than rescinding the covenant promise to believers and their offspring in the New Testament, God reaffirmed it. God the Father declared through the Apostle Peter that the promise is for you and for your children, Acts 2.39. God the Father promised, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household, Acts 16.31. 
God affirmed through the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians seven fourteen that if even one parent is a believer, that the children are considered holy in Christ. On top of that, our Savior admitted little children into his presence, embracing and blessing them and saying, to such belongs the kingdom of God, Mark 10, verse 14. And so in the New Testament, as we've just demonstrated briefly, no less than in the Old Testament, the children of believers have an interest in the covenant and a right to the covenant sign and to the outward privileges of the covenant people of God, the church. In the New Testament, baptism has replaced circumcision as the covenant sign. Therefore, by the covenant sign of baptism, the children of believers are to be distinguished from the world and solemnly admitted into the visible church. So I would welcome forward the the Dregney family, Pastor Tony, and as I mentioned, any boys and girls who parents give you permission will be allowed to come and sit in the uh, front row and observe without looking at the back of the head of the person in front of you. The questions that will be asked to the family are on the back of your bulletin if you'd like to follow along with these questions. Questions to the uh, parents, John and Angela Dregney. John and Angela, do you acknowledge that although our children are conceived and born in sin and therefore are subject to condemnation... They are holy in Christ by virtue of the covenant of grace and as children of the covenant are to be baptized. If so, say, we do. Do you promise to teach diligently to Esther the principles of our holy Christian faith revealed in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments and as summarized in the confession of faith and catechisms of this church? If so, say, we do. Do you promise to pray regularly with and for Esther and to set an example of piety and godliness before her? And last question, do you promise to endeavor, by all the means that God has appointed, to bring Esther up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, encouraging her to appropriate for herself the blessings and to fulfill the obligations of the covenant? Let's pray. Father, we would pray for the presence of your own Holy Spirit, the blessing of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that the grace signified and sealed by this baptism would be abundantly realized in Esther, and in this family, we ask, O Lord, for something that only you can give. It's symbolized what we're doing now, and we ask all this because of the finished work of our precious and loving Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, in his name, amen. Pastor Tony, to officiate the baptism. Esther Louise Dregney, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Congregation, as Esther's baptized into Christ and becomes a member of his visible church, the whole congregation is privileged and obligated to love her and to receive her as a member of the body of Christ. For we are all baptized by one spirit into one body and therefore are members of one another. Christ claims this child as his own and calls you to receive her in love and commitment. Therefore, you ought to commit yourself before God to assist Esther and her parents in her Christian nurture by your godly example prayer, and encouragement in our most precious faith. To John and Angela, beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, we give thanks to God for this child that he has granted to you. For your expressed desire for Esther to know the Lord and to follow him all of her days. 
along with the greatest blessing of the gift of this child, have come the responsibilities that you have just acknowledged and to which you've solemnly committed yourselves. And I charge you to continue steadfastly in the commitments you've made today before God and these witnesses, fully relying upon the grace of God and the diligent use of the means of grace, especially the word of the sacraments and prayer. Let's pray. Father, how we thank you for the covenant of grace, the steadfast promise that you made that was fulfilled in all of its blessings through the Lord Jesus' death and resurrection. How we rejoice in the application of that now to Esther, that she has been officially now included into the blessing of your covenant of grace by this action. We thank you, Lord, for her parents, John and Angela, and the prayers that they have prayed to you for this gift, the expense, the time, the tears and longing, and how you have answered and how we rejoice together. We pray that they will have your strength as they nurture Esther, as they pray for her, as they teach her the scriptures, as they lead her to grow in knowledge and in faith in the Lord Jesus. We share the great joy of big sister Evelyn in gaining a tiny sister in our church family as she's gaining in her family. And we thank you, Lord. Graciously pray that you would enable our tiniest little sister Esther to become a covenant keeper, daily dying to sin and walking in the newness of life, and that she'll be nurtured toward that end. We pray with rejoicing in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Congratulations.